0: Hello, Marigolds. Welcome to our third May workshop on regrounding. I'm Joel Karlovsky.
1: And I'm Jesse Bauer. Happy week three, Marigolds.
0: Happy week three. You know, Jesse, even with all this end of the year uncertainty and figuring out next steps and this continued online learning, we're all craving that feeling of being more grounded because when we do the work of regrounding ourselves and supporting the regrounding of others, it not only works, but also feels incredible. You don't do the work just to get the results, you do it because it's skillful and powerful and makes a true impact. This podcast is inspired by Jennifer Gonzalez at the Cult of Pedagogy because we believe that everyone, especially teachers, needs to find their marigolds. If you can find at least one marigold in your school or wherever and stay close to them, you will grow. Find more than one and you will positively thrive. We created the Marigold Force to bring together change makers like you and us in person in person and now in this podcast to share fresh perspectives, make true personal and professional change, and have fun doing it.
1: And this podcast is your call to action towards true personal and professional growth. This month, we'll put that action towards regrounding. You do that by making a plan for yourself that goes beyond the initial listening of this podcast. You do that work by sitting down, reflecting, and making concrete commitments while listening to this podcast or afterwards. You're not alone, though. We're here to help. Make sure to check out our reflection guide in the show notes or get that reflection guide sent right to your inbox after every episode.
0: It is May and things continue to look differently for all of us right now. Change making definitely looks and feels differently, but be gentle on yourself and don't overthink what this important work entails. Just think of grounding and regrounding as connecting and reconnecting with yourself personally, professionally, and with community. That's why we gather on this podcast to focus on that regrounding and how tools to make it through May and into the last days of school and into summer.
1: Yes, I personally know I really need that regrounding right now. I'm starting Ugh. to feel that end of the year, like, I don't know if I can keep this energy up, but
0: yes. I'm going to push
1: through and reground and I know I can do it with oh my you, gosh. Joel. <laughs>
0: Damn, I'm like, need this so bad. And that's really why we always take the micro steps to doing that, like going through our Miracle Force workshop flow. If you listen to our previous podcast, you know our miracle first workshop flow, but here's what we always do. We start with the cleanse, noticing where we're at and what's going on around us. A guided meditation follows that, that Jesse always takes us through. It's wonderful. Then I will take us through three strategies we're working on this month around regrounding, a strategy for personal growth, professional growth, and lastly, one we always call the community maker. And finally, we declare one commitment for the week.
1: The music will always cue that you either are transitioning to a new section of the flow or that it's time to pause the podcast in order to reflect and make commitments along with us. If that's not possible, make sure to take the time later in your day to go back to strategies and set your commitments for the week.
0: Again, take advantage of that reflection guide in the show notes so that you can access all of these tools. It's one of our many freebies we created with you in mind in order to reflect on those tools and set personal and professional goals at a time that works for you and your schedule this podcast and these freebies make a great virtual you're not alone gift <laughs> to share with other marigolds in your life who you might know need some regrounding right now
1: yes they're very shareable freebies they're perfect for educators non-educators we know that most people are craving simple tools to help with growth and regrounding at this time
0: we always keep it simple the miracle force is personal growth plus professional growth plus change making community
1: okay let's get to it i'm ready how about you all
0: Yes, please. It's time to reground ourselves. It's time to bloom.
1: Before we get to the cleanse, I wanted to remind you all of our Miracle Force agreements, which are that we hold a non-judgmental space for each other where
0: only solicited advice is welcomed,
1: clear boundaries are honored,
0: success is peace of mind for being the best you, and
1: Gratitude is practice for all things. Now, let's get to the cleanse. We start our workshops with a cleanse. The cleanse is our time to find out where we're at at this very moment so that we know what we might need or not need and how to support each other or hold space for each other. Think of the cleanse like time to say, wait, hold up. Before we get to the work, let me first get to you and see how you're doing, especially in this go, go, go time. We never want to jump into strategies or anything without mindfully pausing to check in with each other first.
0: So, Jesse, let's mindfully pause. <laughs> Where are you at right now at this moment?
1: I am definitely feeling the end of the year, like we're in the sprint to the finish. My energy level I I went. I think I slept like nine, nine, maybe nine and a half hours last night. I went to bed at like nine o'clock. Nice. And I still woke up really tired. And so I'm I'm definitely feeling the end of the year sprint, um, especially with like having a beginning of the year in the middle of this whole thing. So um, I think I'm coming back to your suggestion Okay, what's the most important thing. What's the next best thing? So just do that thing. Just because right now I I I'm definitely pushing myself towards burnout, and I need to take a step back. So I can maintain some energy until June.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness.
1: How about you, Joel?
0: Um, similar. I think. And it's it's funny how the body knows because like I'm looking at my to do list for the day, and I've gotten a lot better at just like putting some fun things in there, like
1: mm-hmm. replanting
0: replanting our aloe plants or you know different going a walk things like that. But I also see like 9 a.m. this, 9:20 this, 10 o'clock this, 10:30 this. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, and my body's gonna like. You can't – replanting nail plants is it going to make you feel good in the, right away. You know what I mean? So I think it's – I'm just noticing similar, that, that sense of exhaustion and just saying, okay, like, just notice it. Even though it's similar to you getting more sleep and doing doing our best at that. Yeah. It's, all, it's also okay to, like, not feel at 100% energy. And I think I'm just more at a place of noticing that and being willing to accept that I don't need to be at 100% every moment of the day, which I want to be, but I can't be, you know?
1: Mm. Thank you, Joel. That's beautiful. Thank you. Right now, I'll lead you through our guided grounding meditation. I invite you to come to a comfortable yet supported position. This can be at the very front of a chair with feet planted on the ground and a tall spine. This can also be on the floor with your arms and legs out wide laying on your back. If you're driving, I invite you to notice your posture and shift to bring support to your body where needed and begin to deepen your breath. Take three full breaths, fully inhaling and fully exhaling. Begin to breathe naturally, and notice where you feel the breath the strongest. Is it in your abdomen or in your chest? Maybe in the rise and the fall of your shoulders or in your nostrils? Now follow your breath from that focus point for a few moments. As you sit with your body and your breath, notice any sensations or feelings you're holding in your body. Are you feeling a sense of restlessness or fatigue as we came to during the cleanse? Are you ready to move on to the next thing and get your day started? Are you finding it difficult to pull yourself into the next thing? If so, notice where those feelings and sensations land in your body. Maybe it's a gentle twitching in your fingertips or your toes. Maybe it's a tightness in your throat or your chest. Maybe you feel a sensation in your hips. Notice in your body where you're holding any feelings or sensations. if you're able to pinpoint a particular area in your body try to release the tension or calm the movement try to relax as best you can as you continue breathing and if you're not able to relax that's okay it's not our job to let go of something when we're done feeling it it's only our job to notice and feel As you continue to breathe, I offer you this quote from Naira Wayid. He once said, feel it, the thing you don't wanna feel. Feel it and be free. Now begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes, bringing gentle movement back into the rest of your body. And when you're ready, slowly open your eyes and come back into the space. I now invite you to take a moment to reflect on what came up for you or any sensations you felt in your body related to how you're feeling. Pause the podcast now. So Joel, did anything come up for you? Notice any sensations?
0: (laughs) Well, at first I was thinking like, I'm doing good. And then all of a sudden I'm doing that body scan with you. And I'm like, hello, shoulders. There's the tension, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And I think that um, at first I was starting, I was noticing that I was starting to get hard on myself. And then I just loved that quote of just feeling it. And um, even the things you don't want to feel and letting it be free. And um, I didn't necessarily have the, the time yet to say, I wonder why my, my shoulders are tense. You know, it might just be a hunch over a computer or whatnot, but, yeah. um, I think it was, it's more than okay right now to just say, um, just notice it, just notice it. You don't have to do anything with it just yet. And, um, of course you can do some shoulder rolls, but I think it's bigger than just doing some yeah. shoulder rolls. Um, and yeah, going to the, going to the, the deeper place. So Absolutely. I look forward to doing that a little later. What about you? What came up for you?
1: Well, usually I have um, kind of a restlessness, kind of a twitching in my feet during meditation, especially in the beginning while I'm still trying to like settle in and like, okay, you're doing this, like you already committed to it. So you're not going anywhere else. But I, I definitely noticed a tightness in my throat, in my chest. And I think it's just a little, and again, I don't really know for sure, but I think it's just that kind of, now I wouldn't say dread, but kind of I'm, I'm tired and I'm, I'm not quite looking forward to a fully packed day. Mm. And I think I'm feeling that in my throat, in my chest. Yeah. And again, it's still there. I can still feel it. And I don't think there's anything I can do about it other than, all right, what's the next best thing that I can do? Or what's one thing I can do to take something off my plate um, to yeah. maybe relieve some of that pressure? But that's where I'm at.
0: Beautiful. And yeah. Mm.
1: <laughs> so thank you, everybody. I, I invite you to carry that grounding into the rest of our Marigold workshop.
0: Thank you, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That meditation flows perfectly into our personal growth strategy for today around that concept of the three things journaling reflection. Of course, you can go back to episode one for an in depth look at this strategy, but I thought I would give you another quiz, Jesse, on this journaling f- reflex- reflection. Um, you ready for another pop quiz?
1: You ready for me to ace it?
0: Uh, of course. And I love that confidence. <laughs> um, someone is doing the work, definitely. And for those of you listening, you can always use your notes or our show notes. So, Jesse, we're going to use this thing called that who, what, when, where, why, how technique to explain okay. the three things, journaling and reflection. You ready to ace the pop quiz?
1: Absolutely. Let's do this. So let's
0: start with that question, who. Who is this for, this reflection guide?
1: It's for everybody especially for people who are feeling stuck and they don't know where to start.
0: Okay, that was a little easy one. Okay, now (laughs) what are the components of the three things journaling reflection?
1: Okay, there's three things that went well. So these can be areas in your life, like rewards, moments that you, Hmm, let me see, rewards or moments that you maybe have impacted you recently. They can be Mm -hmm. really simple, like just going outside or having a really beautiful breakfast or doing some spring cleaning, or it could be something bigger, any three things that went well, Yep. then there's three things that didn't go well. And again, they can be really simple or it it doesn't matter how big or small they are. The importance of writing down what didn't go well isn't to rehash like, oh my gosh, that was a disaster. It's just to help (laughs) you reflect on how it went and maybe like some takeaways you can get and then how to move forward from it.
0: You're doing perfect so far. What's and then the, the one? last
1: one is the easy one. The three things you're grateful for. Mm, yeah. Even if you hadn't had any big wins or even small wins and it really was hard for you to find something that went well, you can still find something to be grateful for. It can be like something so simple as um, cutting into a perfect avocado. Mm. That's so satisfying. Or like a, real, a cup of coffee outside as the sun is rising. Something super simple. Um, just finding gratitude in those things.
0: So you did the who, you did the what. So when is a good time to use this journal reflection?
1: Anytime, really. I, I really like to do it at the end of the day as yeah. kind of like a recap just to bookend my, my night routine. And then you can reflect on how everything went throughout the entire day. If you do it earlier in the morning, it might set a good base, but it's hard to, nothing's happened yet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, who, what, when, where, where do you do it?
1: Um, any place where you can get into a true state of reflection. Yeah. I know I'm really lucky to be with just my husband and I and our cats. So it, there's not a whole lot of like craziness going on. There's an, a lot of nice spaces in our apartment, but I like to sit right outside um, in the sun and do my reflection.
0: Who, what, when, where, well, why? So why do we do this?
1: Why? Um, it works. <laughs> um, it's just important to see your day from a wider lens to see what's been good, what's been tough. And then gratitude is just like a nice cherry on everything that really brings the practice into a place of a positive place of gratitude. And when you examine the why you do things or why things are happening, um, you can start to see your intention and your purpose and you yeah. can make shifts to whatever you're doing in your day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's funny as you're saying that. The why I was imagining you as a student, and you just writing, it works. Like, like tell me why you do this. It works, just, and you are like, um, ex- expand your thinking. Some more. <laughs> um, who I wonder why, how? So, how do you do it? And this usually is like an adverb.
1: Yeah. So you curiously, yeah, and definitely courageously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's easy to quick, like, oh yeah, this went well, this went well, this went well. But if you don't really like dig into really what was. The three things that went well, and really, what things really didn't go well. It's hard to write those down yeah. and be really honest with yourself. Yeah. Um, ideally, after a guided meditation, so you have a really clear head.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, that's y- you have to be open and curious and honest with yourself.
0: Yeah. And
1: don't forget to write it down. Like that's the most effective way. It's easy to like make commitments out into the universe, but if you write them down and go back to them, they're there on paper.
0: Love it. Yeah. Wow, Jesse, someone is not only a great teacher, but also a pretty rocking student. Look at you.
1: Well, thank you, Joel. I'll take it. I'll accept the truth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I love you all now to connect and think of your whys. I want us really to make sure that as we do these reflections, you connect to the deeper whys. Why did things go well? Why didn't they go well? Why do these things feel extra grateful right now? When we connect them, like you said, to our greater purpose and that why, it's like supercharging your reflection mm-hmm. and that. And I love that you have highlighted that importance of writing it down.
1: Yes, writing them down is a game changer. I am already seeing patterns this month. My sense of space and balance is what I'm always striving for. Yeah. And of course, there's a space as well in our free Miracle Force Reflection Guide. Just saying, I love, it has prompts right there for you to reflect. So if you can't remember specifically what we we're talking about in the in the podcast, it prompts you right there for each week. It's so powerful. And honestly, share it with somebody. I yeah. love sharing my, my three things because then if I'm not noticing patterns, someone else might.
0: Yeah. And I, th- and I think it really just gives people permission to share theirs because, you know, it's, it's kind of like, okay, if you're doing that, I'll do it too. Um, yeah. And thanks for sharing that. I'm definitely seeing patterns in mine too. Um, so Mary Goetz, listening to this podcast, I invite you to focus on what's what will be going into your three things journal, three things that went well, three things that didn't go well, and three things you're grateful for in your journal in your notes app. Or of course, like Jesse said in our marigold Force reflection guide, download it now. If you haven't um, <laughs> take the time to reflect and write them down again, it must be written down. Take the time now to reground yourself in what is going on around you and why that might be. Take the time to reconnect with yourself and with your deeper. Why now do this Now. So, Jesse, with all of our miracles, would you be willing to share one thing that's been going well, one thing that hasn't been going the best, and one thing you're grateful for?
1: Absolutely. Um, One thing that is going well is um, I've this has taken me now seven years in teaching to finally figure it out, not going back and trying to fix things that I've already done. So we're constantly Mm. like learning as educators, like how to be more effective and how to engage our students better. And like we learn strategies almost every single day. And it's really hard for me to not go back and like fix lessons and content I've already created like oh my gosh those especially like videos now I'm like well I only did three things on like effective videos yeah (laughs) I've uh. I've been really resisting the urge to like fix things I've already done because that is just creating a crazy amount of work for me so that's my going well um one thing's not that's not going well is I'm still kind of struggling to figure out what's enough in teaching like how many lessons am I grading? How many things am I assigning? What am I putting in my day? Like what's, what's good enough and what's like, you're being crazy. That's why you're yeah. so exhausted. You should really only be doing X, Y, and Z. And so yeah. I'm, every day I'm still coming back to that idea of being an essentialist and what's the most important thing to get done yeah. today. And what's the most thing, important thing for my students. So I'm still kind of sitting in that mess.
0: But yeah. And it's hard when there's no protocol for what's enough. You know, like it's yeah. there's no, only you really know that.
1: Exactly. And that's Ugh. like not even just now during this pandemic. That's like any time in teaching and in any helping field. You yeah. can always do more, but what's enough for me? So hopefully I'll figure it out someday. And then one thing I'm really grateful for is... Of all the people in my life, not only Ross, but especially my coworkers right now, I think by connecting with them throughout the day, and all of us are in the same kind of mess of like, what's enough, what's best for our students, what's best for us, and just coming back and like, okay, this wasn't working, this is what I'm doing, and just seeing everyone else's example of what's, what's working for them or what isn't working is really, it's, it feels really good for me, and it, it affirms me when I'm making decisions to do X, Y, and Z, So I'm really grateful for all my coworkers that are keeping me sane and grounded during this time. How about you Joel?
0: One thing going well for me, that would definitely be um, the salted butter and chocolate chunk shortbread cookies I made yesterday. They're so good, it's by my favorite. Her name is Allison Roman. If you have never, oh my goodness, if you have never made any of her recipes, Allison Roman, she wrote um, Dining In and um, I'm looking behind me, nothing fancy. It's the best recipe. She has a great stew. She has great cookies. She just says everything is great. So that definitely went well.
1: Is that the cookbook from your in-laws?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she calls it the why would I ever make a chocolate chip cookie ever again? Cookie. <laughs> so good um so little joys i think it's going well things not did one thing didn't go well i'd say um yesterday i was i was like oh my goodness i'm in this beautiful flow and then all of a sudden at the end of the day i just got super busy and i got went into this like um hyper focus just like cranking through and then i was just like um i was really hard on myself like you had this beautiful day going for you joel like why like and i i think that it's more just noticing that it's okay if things don't go well or if Mm -hmm. you're finally hitting a flow. Like I think I was just so eager to have just a beautiful normal day or, or it felt that way that I think um, I was hard on myself. So I'd say that didn't go well. And all I'm doing right now is just noticing it Mm -hmm. Um, and things I'm grateful for. um, I would definitely say that um, I'm grateful for school. I think um, I'm hearing all these stories, good, hard, everything in between. And, Although we're doing really hard things, it's nice to know that I love who I work with. I love the teams I get to work with, the teachers I get to work with. And there's no part of my day – like, I dread, like, this online learning part. Like, that's sure is a natural dread. But, like, I don't ever dread, like, having to meet with someone. I'm like, yeah, I get to – you know. Yeah. So I think that it's nice that at least if I have to be in a Zoom meeting or a WebEx or whatever, at least it's with people I enjoy being with. So I'm definitely – grateful for that. As always, we prioritize ourselves first with that personal growth strategy. Now, let's move into our professional growth strategy for this month, which is the one question that helps you work smarter and think like an essentialist.
1: Can I give you that same pop quiz now? No show (laughs) notes allowed, just your super brain power?
0: Really, Jesse? really? No show notes, just my super brain power? Um, (laughs) Do you think people realize that we record this before the workday even starts, like super early in the morning?
1: I hear that. (laughs) And I know you'll be gentle on yourself. Okay. You might not ace it like I did, but it's with your brain. Just do your best to explain that one question without your show notes. I can always help you out if you need. Okay. So we're going to do the same who, what, where, when, where, why. So, who is it for?
0: Um, I'll take your answer. It's definitely for <laughs> everyone, but especially those people who are feeling stuck in those like Monday must do it alls.
1: Yes, the Monday must do it alls. Yeah. The next part, what are the components?
0: Okay, this might be harder to do in without notes, <laughs> but um well, my brain goes right to that non-essentialist and that essentialist. So that a non-essentialist asks, how can I do it all? And an essentialist asks, what can I go big on? Because mm-hmm. that really just, hmm, it helps you narrow down which tasks are most important and not even just the most important, but also have the most impact. Um, yeah. It kind of just gives you permission to go over what's most most impactful for you. Um, m-hmm Yeah.
1: Can you use essentialism at in at home and at work?
0: Oh yeah. Um you can definitely use it at home or work. I think it's it's that whole idea of saying like I can go big on um having three great um meetings with staff instead of writing 22 emails to them that will just take all my time and I think that going big on things that you know will be impactful and feel good feels great and I think it's the same thing per you know at home it's just like I gave that example of I can either go on a run or I can, you know, watch YouTube videos or like bury myself in the news. And I think that doing those simple things like going on a run or doing a little bit of gardening always, mm-hmm. um, always has a bigger impact on my day.
1: Beautiful. And so when is a good time to use this one question of what can I go big on?
0: Um, anytime. But I think that at the beginning of the day or at the end of the day, that's really when I like to do the do it it's I start the day like that but then I also at the end of the day reflect mm-hmm. on it so that it's almost like um, priming my 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 body and my heart and my mind for the next day so I'd like to end on it too I know like the day is done but for some reason like I dream about it I wake up with ideas like even this morning when I was just like in my morning wake up I was getting these ideas and I know that's because I was asking myself the night before what do I want to go big on the next day
1: Mm-hmm. Um, where do you do it?
0: Uh, everywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm yes. doing that kid thing, like um, <laughs> everywhere period. Um, and my guess is, I guess now that most of us will be doing it from home. And I think that's okay to say, yep, you can do it anywhere, especially in this time. So, yeah.
1: You got it. Two more questions. Why do you do it?
0: <sighs> Why? Um, I think there's,
1: because it works. I think we,
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> nice. I think, I think we know that there's always things that need to get done, but it's more figuring out what are the right things that need to get done and say like, okay, when I perform, I know I perform better when I don't try to do it all. And when we really just say, you know, consider what's worthy of our time and our energy. So it's continuing to just shift that focus again of how can I do this all to what can I go big on? And it's just saying like, when you do that, it, I found that it opens up my, my energy to just, it feels like, like the possibilities are endless. It just feels great.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Last question. How do you do it?
0: Um, I liked yours. I think um, courageously and curiously and just um, with a, with a a heart of willingness, I think um, essentialism doesn't happen in a day. It happens over time and just Mm -hmm. continue to ask yourself what's, What's the, what's the right thing for now? And, and really just weighing those trade-offs and knowing your goals and pinpointing what's worthy of going big on, but also just telling myself, you can't do everything, you can't do everything, but you can choose like what you will do wisely and skillfully. Um, Mm -hmm. And just challenging ourselves to, to be very choiceful about how we spend our energy and, and wanting to spend it better and, and get more out of it because we only have so much time in the day. Mm. So, Jesse, how did I do?
1: Well, this isn't for a grade, Come but on. you knocked it out of the park, Joel. <laughs> I thought it was only fair to give you a pop quiz, too,
0: but you nailed That's, it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's more than fair. So the next time, goals, you feel the money must-do-it-alls creeping in, switch your thinking from can I find a way to do it all to asking yourself, what can I go big on? Challenge yourself to prioritize one thing and know that the trade-off is worth it. So take a moment now to reflect on this, write it down, and or pause the podcast and make a choice on how you will reground yourself in your day-to-day through choosing what is most essential right now. How might you let go of lots of things so that you can go big on a few things or even just one thing that is grounded in your purpose? Do this now. So, Jesse, what are you choosing to go big on?
1: Um, I'm choosing to go big on the, the interactions with people, that, friends, and students that are positive and, like, face-to-face. So yeah. I've been trying to weed out like what parts of the distance learning have been the most impactful. And honestly, I get the most joy out of watching their Flipgrid reviews. Yeah, um, And they they do one at, for reading goals and then they do one as a book preview. And I think just focusing my energy on that and then pulling, pulling out the fat. So those positive yeah. face-to-face interactions. And I think kids need to feel some positive wins too. So that's what I'm going big on. How about you, Joel?
0: Um, I think I'm just going to be going big on um, gratitude and encouragement. I think that um, I was on this, this run yesterday with my husband and he was talking about his day and I said, Ooh, you want to know a way to make that even better? And he said, he said, I think your job is just to encourage me and just to, <laughs> and just to support me. And I don't, I'm sure you could make it even better, Joel, but all I need right now is just some gratitude and um, some encouragement. And I think that especially at this time with our awesome staff, I'm just going to continue to refocus myself on, I don't think people need to know how to make, you know, what you were just talking about, like your flip grids even better. They just yeah. need to be told like, wow, I know this takes a lot of energy. Thank you so much. Um, I'm here for you. You're doing a great job. You know, Yeah, I so, love that. Uh, I'm going big that. on that. Yeah. Thank you,
1: Joel. I love it. <laughs>
0: Thank you the final segment of our marigold forest flow is called the community maker and this month our community maker strategy is about the trick to do for more good days which is learning our keystone habit
1: this one has really stuck in my mind it's that domino effect
0: exactly jesse keystone habits are small wins that make the rest of your day. And life, just a little bit easier. It's a small action that sets you up for a chain of other actions that make you feel good.
1: So Joel, remind us, how do we find and own our keystone habits?
0: Well, think of your small wins that impact your whole day. These small wins can help create a new structure to my day and establish a culture where everything becomes contagious. I see what works and I want more of it. You ready to try using that multi-flow map again with me, Jesse?
1: Sounds better than a who, what, when, where, what, and why, how, sorry statement <laughs> without show notes.
0: <laughs> it does. Um, one of the freebies for May is our Keystone Habit multi-flow map. It's quite beautiful. We can't see it on this podcast, so we're going to visualize it again to do this quick activity.
1: Okay, what do we have to do?
0: Like last week, let's think of a keystone habit that we have used in the past week. I want us to name it, but then as we visualize that multi-flow map, I want us to name what, our, what life or our day was like before the keystone habit, and then what flowed out in our day after that keystone habit. You want to rock the visualization first, or you want me to do it first this week?
1: You go first. <laughs> so are you visualizing that multi-flow map now? what do you see on it? What do you see before your keystone habit? What do you see after keystone habit? Um, What's the whole process look like, Joel? Can you, can you show us?
0: Yeah, I think um, for me, it's really naming that before piece because that before piece is that really gets me strong in my why, because um, usually before for me is frantic working in this, in this, tunnel vision of get this done, get this done. And then, okay, maybe I can get this done too. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> maybe I can get that okay. done too. Oh, so your,
1: um, your state almost before your keystone habit. Yeah.
0: And I think that for me, it's my, mm. it's me slowing down enough to realize, Oh wait, um, my body is telling me something. My heart mm-hmm. is telling me something. And I have to listen to it. So the, the keystone habit that I can think of that I've done this week thus far, and I'm going to continue this week doing is, um, really saying, although we're doing this um, extended flexible learning, this online learning, Mm -hmm. I will for sure still have a 30 minute lunch. So my key is a 30 minute lunch, which for me is actually a two parter. I do a 20 minute lunch and then I do a 10 minute walk. And it's something that um, it almost, at first it felt like, oh, I don't, I can't do this. And, you know, people were scheduling around me and I'm like, I feel bad saying like, I'm busy at this time, you know, like, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Jesse, for example, like you're less important than my lunch, you know, but I think that (laughs) when I do that and I've been doing it consistently, it what flows after that is an afternoon that feels like, oh, I can do this, like this, Mm -hmm. all all the to-dos or the meetings or whatever feel doable because I know that um, I prioritize myself and that, and like not just having a nice lunch, but also that walk, like I get to choose, do I walk in silence? Do I do a quick Facetime with my mom? Do I listen to a podcast to just listen about to anything that's not education related? For example, mm-hmm. so it's definitely one of those things where, like you mentioned at the start of the of this segment, like that domino effect of wow, um, I had this strong why of just kind of starting to feel overwhelmed. I put this thing in place, and then from that, from that Keystone habit overflowed all this these beautiful things
1: wow thank you wow yeah
0: so marigold pay attention to what's giving you a feeling of accomplishment and drive that carries you through the rest of your day just like i gave that example um you do that by keeping a list of small wins throughout your day and at the end of the week seeing ones um that you repeated the most and which made you feel good for the longest time afterwards just like that lunch and walk example those are your keystone habits. Keystone habits don't just make you feel good at the moment. They set you up for the all-important domino effect that triggers positive changes for the rest of the of the rest of the day and week. So as we recharge ourselves and create more days or even just great moments, take the time to think about just one keystone habit that you want to create and uphold this week. Start small. It's always okay to start with a super small habit. Remember, you want to set yourself, for, set yourself up for a win with it. So take a moment now to reflect on just one keystone habit that you want to create and uphold this week and what micro steps you'll take to make sure that that keystone habit actually happens. If you want to draw it out or make a flow map of your own or use our multi-flow map, go for it. Pause the podcast and start reflecting and planning on it. Do this now. So Jesse, which Keystone habit are you thinking of starting this week, or or upholding and continuing this week? Take me through that before process and happening after it, or what you hope to happen after it if it's a new one.
1: Absolutely. So my Keystone habit from the previous weeks was getting eight hours of sleep because that set up my morning really well. But mm-hmm. um, so I found even though I had that set up, um, after about. 10 or 11 o'clock, I was in a really good flow. And then I went into like the crazy brain of like doing all kind of your like hyper focus mode of like the next yeah. thing, the next thing, the next thing. So it wasn't really carrying me through the rest of my day. So um, just a couple days ago, I started um, either setting, having like really? one very specific task that I do. And then I take a break or I set okay. a timer for like an hour just to step back from my screen. I was also noticing I've been getting a lot of headaches lately, and I think it's the screens. Yeah. So um, this kind of goes with your lunch one too. It helps me. I'll either at the end of my hour, I'll just walk around the block, or I've been doing this 100 days of handstands. So I'll take a break, and I'll do some handstands and some push-ups after every hour.
0: Nice. And it also
1: like helps to refocus my brain and come back to – the non-essential, uh, think like an essentialist and really what's, what's urgent and what's important and what really has to be done at this moment. It's just giving me a clear, a clear focus on like really what I need to be putting my attention on. And I think since I have the, since I'm forcing myself to stop and like rethink what I'm doing every hour, I haven't yeah. been getting caught up in this, like moving on to all these million tasks tasks that who really knows how important they are and then I get to the end of the day Mm -hmm. and I'm really exhausted with the headache and I didn't accomplish what I really wanted to get done that day so those those like breaks every hour has been has been a game changer and it also makes it easier to step back when I'm done so I hit the like four depends on the day four or five o'clock mark and it's easier to like be done for the day because I've been taking small breaks throughout the day nice um yeah, it's, it's a game changer.
0: And would you say you're going to carry it into May and um, yes. into the end of the school year? Why would you say? Just because of all the domino effects? Or would you say because it's doable, because?
1: I would say for both reasons. It's the domino effect. and it's, My headaches are non-existent these last three days, which has been really helpful. Um, I felt more calm and accomplished at the end of the day. And I also know I still like have some work to do because I know um, I, I took my one break at like I don't know what time 11 and I yeah. told Ross I'm like I'm gonna go outside and read and I came back like after two minutes he's like you're only out there for two minutes I'm like okay these are baby steps I put yeah. myself away two minutes and I'm starting to get like ooh what if someone's emailing me so yeah. I'm still doing it but there's definitely still still work yeah. <laughs> two oh, minutes isn't quite a break but I'll, I'll, same. I
0: was literally on my walk yesterday. I'm like, timer for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I have to, and like I turned around around at like four minutes and 30 seconds because I didn't trust myself. Yep. yep. Oh, I'm
1: awesome. in the same boat.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Jesse.
1: You're welcome. At the end of the podcast, we finish with final commitments. Final commitments like your time to declare, watch out world, I've got this. I'm going to do this. This is an easy to remember and put into practice phrase that comes out of our learning today, whether directly or indirectly. We always write down and declare our commitment out loud, and then whoever is around you repeats your commitment out loud back to you. If you need to do a quick Skype with a friend or family member, go for it. It makes a difference. Declaring our commitments is an intentionally strange practice that we want to start normalizing, because we want all of us to get in the habit of declaring what we want to see in the world and in ourselves, and make sure that we're being heard, seen, and validated.
0: For example, you might say, I'm committed to beating Joel at, more, at all the games I play, <laughs> and the person next to you might I'm kidding. I'm nope. kidding. You might say, I'm committed to going on a 10-minute walk every morning to jumpstart my day as a keystone habit.
1: And then I would repeat back, you are committed to going on a 10-minute walk every morning to jumpstart your day as a keystone habit. And Marigold, it's okay to look at your notes, pause the podcast, whatever you need to do. These final commitments are for you. Sometimes I find myself drafting and redrafting my final commitment until it feels right for me. Sometimes I realize that it's too big of a commitment, so I rewrite it and declare it later in the week. So, just make sure to take the time to write down these commitments because it's quite incredible how it shapes, motivates, and refuels your work and your week and energy.
0: Plus, it really keeps you grounded in your purpose as we focus on regrounding ourselves this month. So, let's pause here to reflect on and write down our commitment for the week. Do this now. Claring and Jesse. <laughs>
1: um, this week I am committed to pausing intentionally and taking more breaks throughout the day.
0: You are committed to pausing intentionally and taking more breaks throughout the day.
1: Mm-hmm. How about you, Joel? Uh, you took mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
0: as it's not as smooth as yours, probably. But I, I am committed to um multiple mini breaks. No, I'm I'm committed to intentional multi. Multiple mini breaks throughout the day.
1: You are committed to an intentional multiple mini breaks throughout the day. Yes. I get it. Beautiful. Yeah. And now it's the habit at the end of our podcast. Anything inspiring you this week, Joel?
0: Um, so many things. It's inspiring me that I'm wearing shorts right now. <laughs> um, um, I think something that's been inspired me is um, we have a this great um, Peruvian teacher at our school who. Um, brought me back from Peru some um Palo Santo, and I've been burning it every morning and When uh-huh. I do that, I just it's nice to just like say a little mini blessing or for, on our home and just say like you know fill this home with love, fill this home with space and peace and kindness and joy and like it's something that at first felt a little cheesy or just you know something that I didn't grow up doing, and now it's um, become this beautiful I guess it would be a keystone heaven now because we do it every morning. Um, and sometimes in the evening too, to just, um, yeah, so you can get in on the Amazon too, friends, but just uh, that, that idea of, um, burning a little bit of Palo Santo and just, um, creating a space. What about you, Jesse?
1: I love that. Um, mine is actually someone from our school as well. Um, that journaling exercise, Emily took us through for Pina the other day. Yeah. Um, I've just been finding it's, especially with us all being so isolated, it's so, um, it's so great to be reminded that everyone else is oftentimes having a much different experience than we are. And I, you get caught up in your day to day and you spend your time with the same type of people and you think that's kind of like the norm for everybody. So our coworker took us through this journaling experience and she asked us to, we had to write it down pen to paper. The question was, what is the name for the place you are right now? Yeah. And then we only had about a minute to write and then um, then we had to star like keywords that were coming out at us, mm. and then we all shared it as a group. And I, again, I expected like everyone to be kind of in a similar spot, but the the answers and the responses were all across the board. And that's just a really good reminder to have empathy and patience for everyone's experience. So yeah. thanks to Emily for the inspiration for the do
0: week. Do do you remember what place you were at at that time?
1: Yeah, I have mine actually right here. I can share it. Yeah. Um. So I wrote, I am now arriving at a place of new flow, but I'm also noticing that my place gets rocked every time I hear someone else's experience and their place. Yeah. Mm. So making me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, Elizabeth sharing last time in Pina to that song. And I, I like had my experience of it and then watching everyone else kind of experience it differently. So it's good to see that reminder yeah. on the regular
0: and for those of you listening morning piñas like our morning huddle our morning meeting just quick five minutes checking with each other a little activity every day so yeah. oh so beautiful yeah thank you Jessie. thanks
1: y'all you're welcome so dear marigolds that is our third podcast for this may marigold force workshop focusing on regrounding Remember to go back to the show notes for that reflection guide and set your commitments for the week. True change only happens with action.
0: Agreed. I have a little Jesse in my head now that <laughs> reminds me of that. True change only happens with action. <laughs> I keep loving the sense of very grounding from week three with you, Jesse. It's truly been changing and fueling my life, especially with this current pandemic and weird dreamlike uncertainty. I know that's why we created the Marigold Force and so that we can start to become marigolds for each other and extend this change, making energy and growth into a bigger Merit Gold community and force and it has been incredible to see how starting and putting these tools into action with you. Jesse has just impacted my work and my personal life and just my overall well-being.
1: Yeah, I am in the exact same place, Joel. I don't think I could have made it through online learning without you and all these strategies mm. you're putting into place. It's definitely Agreed. shifted my personal life, my professional life even before all this stuff happened for the better, and I'm I'm so grateful that we found this and that we're doing this together. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I, and I just think back to when we were mapping out, you know, the themes for the month and how actually appropriate and more so we needed vitality and now regrounding and it's just it's been great yes um and here comes the classic podcast ads because we really want to continue to get this podcast out as many people as possible if you like this podcast please continue to share it with your friends or three friends either directly or on social media and keep growing and getting more listens thank you so much to all of you who are listening to this we really appreciate it Additionally, we are always posting incredible things on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and our website.
1: And keep up those positive five-star reviews on whatever medium you're listening to this on. It really, really makes a difference. I know writing reviews can be challenging at times, but they mean the (laughs) world. And you can DM us with any feedback. You have an Instagram, message us on Facebook, or email us directly at at helloatthemericalforce.com. Joel and and I are actually starting to plan out our summer programming, so if you have any ideas requests let us know we want to serve you however yes. in that way that you need. So we always love to hear what you're thinking, what's inspiring you, how this podcast impacts you personally and professionally, and we really get tons of inspiration knowing that our community of miracles is growing and making true change. We're becoming a force.
0: Yes. And check out our website at www.miracleforce.com to see what we're up to, our most recent blogs and links to the strategies that we talked about in this episode, like that multi-flow mat freebie creating keystone habits, or our new May regrounding playlist on Spotify. Um, we keep putting tons of free materials on our website that you, can, that you can use personally, professionally, at school or wherever you are at in life. Don't be afraid to share those freebies with the marigolds in your life. They are there to be shared. We love knowing that you are using them and seeing their impact in your life and the lives of those around you. That's it for this podcast. Keep blooming, dear marigolds, and we'll see you next week.
1: See you next week.